Welcome to episode 44 of the Babes Talking Business podcast. Today we have the lovely Katie. She is the founder of Sabia. She's a 25-year-old Port Douglas girl who's now grounded in beautiful burly heads on the Gold Coast, which happens to also be our home. (laughs) She's always been passionate about the skin and the environment. And so in September last year, her and her partner decided to launch Sabia. And we really love the concept behind it. We know you guys will too. It's an ethical brand with minimal impact on the environment. Um, It creates unique facial kits out of sustainable, reusable, eco-friendly and chemical-free tools, which we love. And um, they cleanse, exfoliate and remove makeup with just water, which is just amazing. In the kits, um, they're 100% biodegradable. Um, The sponges are biodegradable. You've got reusable cotton bamboo pads and makeup removing pads that replace up to 1,000 single-use makeup wipes annually. How amazing is that? So... In this episode, Katie shares her startup journey along with the wins and the losses, the hardship, the moments of doubt, and of course, she shares the the brand story and how it came to its evolution. There's some really funny stories in there, actually. What we loved about Katie is just how real she gets um, about explaining her, you know, behind the scenes and what happened during her launch and how she handled it like a total boss. So strap yourself in. This is one awesome chicky who will inspire the pants off you. Um, So we are so excited. You can find all of her website and Instagram details below in the show notes. Make sure you check it out. You can also watch this live on our Babes in Business Facebook page or on our YouTube channel. You can watch us as we have margaritas and wine on a Friday afternoon while we have a chat with Katie. If you would love to check out our website, website it is www.babetalkingbusiness.com or our instagram handle is at babes talking business where we have loads of information including our free side hustle guide that you can download it's a 40 page guide where we help you not only think of your next bright idea and business but we share really interesting information about um just really great statistics about what you want to be aware of in business um being a woman in particular and so if you're in business or you want to be in business or you would just like 53 ideas on how you can start making an income today right away download the side hustle guide you guys are going to absolutely love it so without further ado we are so excited for you to hear from this lovely lady katie so happy friday guys we're having happy hour this afternoon with katie we've got our red katie's got her margarita (laughs) I'm kind of jealous. I'd like to swap my red for a oh, Margie. No. Do you have a blender? <laughs> and then I just decided margaritas were so much better. <laughs> well, we're so excited to be chatting with you, babe, and talking a little bit about your business and your journey into opening your business and, yeah, just all the ups and downs that have happened in between. Yeah, Awesome. <laughs> I think, you know what I love most, Shannon and I were talking about, like, how did we actually meet? And I think we first connected over three years ago, I'm pretty sure, and you were talking about the fact that you wanted, that you were passionate about holistic health and you had this vision and you were wanting to create a health product of some sort, didn't know what it was. And then Mm. it was really cool three years later, we've obviously reconnected and I've saw what you've been able to build with, how do I say it again? Sabia. Sabia. 
And it's beautiful. So I thought it'd be good to have you on the show so you can share a little bit more about your story because it's only like six months old now, isn't it? Yeah, we launched in September last year. So just coming up to the six month mark, which is crazy. How's it been? Like what's the, well, I know your business journey started before that six months because obviously putting it all together, but what's the journey been like so far? Um, Our launch was like better than I could have dreamed of, which was like, pretty epic I come from a marketing background so I kind of had an idea what to do but I mean it's it's so hard like there's so many businesses launching on Instagram um we didn't have a massive like cash input to our marketing our cash input was mainly to the products themselves and making sure they were the best quality and then our marketing budget was like pretty minimal to be honest I um have worked with influencers in the past and I've paid one girl to launch us because I knew that that was kind of like a key factor to get us up and running and that obviously went well and then the first like month was just literally a dream like every day pinching myself coming home from work and like packing orders until late at night getting up at 5am to do customer service like every single day before and after work um and then we're getting ready for like our boxing not boxing day um black friday sale and we're like super excited had we'd already sold out of our first batch of products that we had like bought that I thought would have not even have sold (laughs) like I was so nervous when we bought the first amount because it's like fuck what are we gonna do if they don't sell Mm. um yeah we're getting ready for Black Friday sale and our shipment got stuck and lost this was during the time that all of the um, bushfires and stuff were happening so totally not related to that, but that was just the time. Um, so we had eight massive cartons of stock lost. Oh, my God. Um, and we had done like a kind of a pre-sale thing. So we thought that our products were arriving and we're like, yep, we're out of stock, but you can buy with Black Friday, uh, with yeah, Black Friday discount and we'll post them in two weeks' time when they arrive. So then they ended up not arriving until nine weeks later so we missed our Black Friday sale our Christmas sale, Boxing Day sale our New Year's sale and in that time, this is literally the worst I just quit my job and gone full time Savia and then that pretty much happened that week and I was like, fuck, is this the universe telling me like, this isn't my right move what am I doing um, we're lucky that we obviously have like savings to put into it so we ordered a whole new batch of products and just said fuck if we lose those eight cartons hopefully FedEx will give us some money but that's not the issue right now like let's just let's just use the money we have and buy some more just to get us through this weird period um Express posted them and they arrived I think oh this is a story actually (laughs) (laughs) so I'm from Cairns originally and we go there for Christmas every year Um, The second shipment arrived on the 20th of December, which was the morning we were flying out to Cairns. And I was going to cancel going home for Christmas and my family is Italian, so they're like, not into that. That was not an option. Um, (laughs) Luckily, Dave's family's on the Gold Coast and they're like, it's fine, Katie. I printed and organised every, like, single order and all they had to do was put in, like, whatever the kit was, like, whatever the order said. And they just had to sign for the shipment to arrive. And I had Dave's sister-in-law, like, organised to do it. I taught her how to do everything. 
and we're on the tarmac in Brisbane and I got a text from DHL to say, your order's ready for pickup in Brisbane and, like, we live on the Gold Coast and it was meant to be delivered to our factory. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, you have to get off this plane. Like, I need to sort this out. Like, people cannot be without their kids for Christmas. I promised I'd get them. And then I literally had to... Dave called his dad and was like, can you drive to Brisbane and pick this up? Um, I had to sign on like one of the vomit Jetstar vomit bags and be like, I, Caitlin Eels, give permission for his dad to pick up the shipment and and sent it while we're like, we're literally taking off. And I was like, fuck, I wonder if that even happened. Oh my Straight God. Over, like to pick up at 2 p.m. so that everything could get like processed on that day so that could then go out as soon as possible so it was like the worst two and a half hour flight and Dave's like it's fine Dave just relax I'm like give me another margarita <laughs> can't relax won't relax <laughs> I don't give you any alcohol I oh, asked yeah. the lady please you don't understand what is happening like just give me something she's like oh sorry not before lunchtime I was like oh like this. <laughs> yeah, and then after lunchtime, it's like $12 for a piddly oh. shit little bit of wine, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> so that was like so many highs and so many. We went from the biggest high that I could have ever imagined to literally a fucking massive low. Like every day, I reckon I was in tears. I was so anxious and like constantly like dealing with customers being like, hey, babe, like it's the 2nd of June, uh, the 2nd of December. When is my kick gonna get sent out and I'm like I don't know <laughs> trying to like cancel the situation every time I'd said like you know we're hoping that it's this date but if it if it's not the 20th of February um of December we'll give you like a full refund because it won't arrive for Christmas um but got over that hurdle and whoa, I feel like everything is easy now <laughs> I was, wow I love your honesty because I think a lot of people, especially with online businesses, you look at your Instagram and you're like, mm. oh, she's got her shit together. She's got a following. She's got all these beautiful Insta models, like all with her products, like they've got their shit. But it's so, this is why I love this podcast because a lot of people who aren't in business or on the outside looking into business, you don't see the tears. You don't see the sweat. You don't see like all the stuff around's going on in the background. Mm. Uh, but even the fact that you had a successful launch and you had a demand there, because I know that kind of sounds like that's just come from anywhere. It sounds mm-hmm. like you're like, I, I just got a product, boom, poof, yeah. everyone wants it. What does a pre-launch phase even look like? Like, how did you even get to that point? Like, when did you decide to even just start to go into business? How long did it take you to design products? Like, what was the process even up before the launch? Was that a long period of time? Was it short? So, I think when we connected, like, a couple of years ago, I was just making like coffee scrubs to sell at the markets under, I just called it Katie's Essentials because what else like would I call it? My name's Katie. <laughs> um, and that kind of like went well, I love skincare. And then I was 21, so I was like, I don't really care for this business stuff. And I went traveling with the money that I made. And then when I came back, um, I'm definitely not a worker, like under a business, like I'm definitely, someone that like wants to run the show I'm 100% in and then I want to step back when I want to and I don't you know like that's just the way that I work so I always knew running a business and owning a business was something that would work well for my personality and Dave and I have done a lot of traveling 
We went to um, Sri Lanka in 2018 and we're traveling. Um, he's a surfer, so we went to all these like crazy places that were just so off the map and finding like plastic and makeup wipes was a massive thing that I was finding on the beach. And I was like, how are these getting here? Like it took us a three hour tuk tuk ride to get here. There's no one for miles, but there's so much plastic on the beach. And it just um, rattled me. And the, the tuk tuk driver, I was like, oh, do you have a basket? I can, you know, like I'm not going surfing, so I might as well clean up this beach. And he was like, no, just leave it. Like, or then you see them just burning it in the street, which is so much worse than the plastic itself. And we came home and I felt like pretty deflated. And I was like, all right, I definitely know like skincare, sustainability, better for the earth. Like that's what I care about, but I don't know what it will be, like what we will actually do. And we started pretty much then in 2018. Um, in July, we got back and we started heaps of different things like so many ideas we got so many samples and I was like not nah, that shit this is good like I don't like that or like I used to sell this beautiful body oil but to get it in glass and then to post it you know they would smash it was just like always problem solving and we definitely had given up a few times and I think we got to must have been the start of 2019 yeah I think it was like just before my birthday which is this time of the year I was like no I like I know that this is what we're doing so like what are we going to do and we sat out on our deck and drank a lot of red wine and just wrote down like things that were important to me the things that were important to Dave and we originally thought of doing like a travel surf kit like so like for reef cuts and stuff like that but there was so much plastic that you would have to have in that and I was like nah what about a face kit? And he's like, what would be in a face kit? And I was like, I don't know, like whatever we want to put in a face kit. And then we just kind of, I just liked that face kit word. And I was like, okay, well, girls need to cleanse their face. They need to take off makeup. They need to exfoliate. Let's do a cleanse kit, a tone kit, a face kit. And then we just started to like, I researched so many different biodegradable types of products, so many recyclable types of products. I didn't want it to be an actual like, product in a tube because there's so many chemicals going down our drains and then out to the ocean so I honestly don't know how we came up with it because it was just so many late nights of being like no nah, I'm giving up like my job was too stressful I was just exhausted and then all of a sudden the face kit sample came and I was like fuck this is it and we originally had like a makeup sponge in it and other things and I was like no nah, that's not really doesn't sit with me like I don't wear makeup it's I want people to clean their face and feel good so they don't wear makeup and that's kind of how that happened so it's really been a process of four years personally for me and then Dave in the last year has definitely had like an input of you know we started a company together so that it's a bit more legit um but yeah it's it's I don't know I think when you like find the right thing you just know and then you just go with it because there was definitely things along the way that I was like this is good this could sell girlfriends loved it and I was like yeah but it's not it's not it like I don't feel like it's it yeah yeah it's just like a knowing that like when it happens it like it just feels right it feels aligned it feels like all the stars are aligned with your planets and you're just like yes this is it this is the feeling that's so cool and so 
you were working full time, um, pr- like in a managerial role in marketing when you launched this thing. So, tell us how that looked like while you were working full time. You were in uh, like a manager, and then you're trying to like do this thing on the side. How did life look like for you? Um, yeah, pretty hectic. Drinking a lot of red wine. <laughs> um. Good things happen when you drink red wine, though. <laughs> I feel like it's just the creative juices flowing. Um, I was definitely like, um, if I'm I'm headstrong, so if I know like there's an end goal that feels like good for me, and I loved, I actually loved what I did as a job, but it was just a very demanding role. Like I would get messages from five a.m. in the morning until at least midnight every single day, Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the time. I was expected to answer. I was expected to be on emails 24-7. And it was just, I think that was the biggest thing in my gut that I was like, I hate this. I need to work hard so that I can have this other thing. I can have my life back because I definitely didn't have a life in that job. It was so, so stressful. So I set like a routine of getting up at 4.30 in the morning every morning. I would go to the gym and go on a treadmill. I hate treadmills I hate running I hate cardio but it gave me an hour of doing my exercise at the same time of being able to research on my phone because I was you know like kind of strapped in I didn't need to walk into people on the beach um so that hour was like always researching and then I would go to work and I'd finish at 4 p.m and then I'd come home and do the same type of thing and then once once we got the actual physical product um I'm lucky that I've like built a website before so a lot of that stuff just whenever I had the time I was like nutting away at that um and I think we started our pre-launch campaign a month before launch I think because I knew like obviously creating that you can't just open a door and be like hey I'm open like you need people to know that the door's opening um so that that was hard like that I feel like there's a few months in my life that I don't remember because I was honestly just so exhausted a lot of my friends would say that I was a shit friend because I was never around. Um, but, I mean, it's what I had to, to do to, to get to where I am today. So I just knew, like, that fire was there and I just had to keep keep going, keep going. And then, yeah, when we, when we launched and we, I think we launched at, like, 6 p.m. And you can see on Shopify, like, the map of the world and it lights up when you get your sales or when people oh. click on <laughs> And I remember at, at six o'clock, we were like sitting there with wine, like this beautiful bottle of wine that we'd been saving for like six months to drink on this particular day. And we're watching it and it was lighting up and I was so excited. And then the first order was my girlfriend, Jess. And I was like, that doesn't count. Like, And then for literally 20 minutes, not one single order. We had that one order from my girlfriend and I was so deflated. I was so gutted. All of this months and months of hard work just felt like nothing. I felt like a failure. You know, Dave has like invested money into the business with me and I felt like I'd let him down. And he just shut the computer. He's like, that's it. We're drinking this bottle of wine. I'm going to have dinner and you can look at it tomorrow. And then in the morning we woke up and I was like, ah, like so excited. But I'm like, yeah, it's just a constant like that. Like, <laughs> I love that you said that because I, this is the best bit about our business I think because I don't and I guess you're lucky too because you've got Dave but I don't know how people do business by themselves 
honestly, because there will be weeks where we'll be like, well, life is amazing. <laughs> like, we've hit the jackpot. Like, this is so worth every bad day, all the sacrifices, all the tears. And there'll be other days I ring up Shan or Shan will call me and we're like, Duh! That was me. That was me yesterday. I was like, uh. <laughs> oh, I wish I had my fucking salary and I could take a day off and get paid for it. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's all this stuff that people don't realize. They don't. Yeah. And that's why I just, even from personally mentoring women in business, I know this is something Shannon and I both see. It is that start. It's that start point when you do have a job, and that, I honestly think that's the hardest bit of getting a business off the ground because most people don't have the luxury of being like. Okay, I'm going to quit my job now and I have all this time. I'm going to build up a business. Like you have to build it up while you're still working. And it does take sacrifice. It takes getting up at 4 a.m. so you can walk on a treadmill and do the research at the same time. Like Mm. it's going to, it takes, a plane doesn't just go up. You've got to have that momentum to get it off the ground. And I just wish more women, that's why I love this podcast and getting to hear other people's stories. Because I swear every week when you hear someone and you hear what happened before they were successful or what happened before the followers, Mm. you realize that like some people just, they don't want to pull up their sleeves and do the hard work. Yeah. And then they do. And and this is why like so many businesses fail in the first 12 months, because there's just like this misconception that business is easy and it'll just work. And like, you will get all the sales and you know, it is so not like that. And I think then people are disappointed when their business doesn't have the results that they expected and then they quit or they lose their fire and they think, Oh, this wasn't my path or I wasn't meant to do this because they just don't get it. Because all they see is the plus, plus, plus though. That's why this, like, I love these conversations because you wouldn't know this from looking at your social media. Yeah. You wouldn't really know it from looking at our social media. So this is why we have wines and margaritas on Fridays <laughs> so we can download and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I'm just, like, so lucky to have one of my girlfriends who started a hair salon. Um, I think she launched in August, so a month or two before us. So it's been so nice to have her on this path. But... Mm same thing like a lot of our friends don't understand like I'm you know Wednesday midday hey Katie the beach is gorgeous like let's go and I'm like I'm working they're like no you're not I'm like well if I don't set like those kind of rules for myself the business will go to shit and then I'll be like you know the one that feels like I failed myself because I didn't put in the hard work and there's definitely definitely days that I'm like I am so sick of Sally sending me a picture of her skin being like what can you do for me? And I'm like, oh, just fucking read it. <laughs> you know, there's definitely days that like, yeah, out of this and just have a day of like a clear headspace. I can't remember last time I just sat and was like, oh yeah, like, like that's not a thing yeah. I just showed Shen my diary I'm, I'm no word of a lie I literally scheduled out my Saturday and in because if it does if it's not on my diary it doesn't happen and it says sunshine and a book highlighted in pink because otherwise I just sit there and I work and I work and it's yeah but that's the thing it's not because of a boss telling us to it's because we we want to be successful for us like you said a business you've got goals if you don't show up the only person you're ripping off is yourself yeah and this is the other thing like owning a business there's always a to-do list always if you don't have a to-do list there's something wrong and it's never ending like you'll get to the like there'll be two things left on your to-do list and you'll be like 
oh, I just thought of 10 more things <laughs> i got to put on this list. Like, it's never ending. Yeah. And, like, it's nice to have a partner in it, but, I mean, he's not working in the business. Like, he still is working as a carpenter so that we can live because I don't pull a wage from the business. Like, it's all just goes back into the business to keep the business going. Um, and he'll come home, like, yesterday um, we launched soaps this week and I was like, yeah, the soaps are epic, rah, rah, rah. like they're arriving, I launched them and I was like, oh fuck, I didn't think about what to put them in when I post them, like they don't have a, I can't just send a bare soap in a bag, like, and he's like, oh, like I've never thought of that and there's just constantly like things yeah. that you're like, oh shit, like, yeah, <laughs> well if it makes you feel any better, we're talking about like losing um, losing products. Half of my books are stuck over in China because of the coronavirus. So it, you, there's some things you can't control. But the reason I was bringing that up is obviously we're talking about this or we're filming this and recording this at a time where we are in a really strange situation in the world. Mm. And I love before we were talking about um, maybe just some tips and tricks to other business owners on how you can navigate this time and how you can be strategic about it. Um, do you have any words of wisdom or anything that you would love to share? Yeah, I mean, we've definitely seen a massive um, change in our trend of sales. Um, personally, we've decided to like pull back on our influencer marketing because I don't believe, it just doesn't feel morally right either for me to be like, knowing that so many Australians have lost their job, but then being like, yeah, buy my shit. Like, it just doesn't feel good for me to do. So what I've done instead, um, is we ran a competition last week, like a giveaway competition, which as a business perspective, it gained us more um, like following and more people saw our exposure because it was like a like comment thing. So that was like a strategic move for us to be able to say, okay, well, we're not gonna make the sales that we usually would this week, but let's grow our brand and show a little bit of our ethos of like caring and giving. So we did a big giveaway for like the perfect self-isolation kit. So has like our whole range of products. And I guess we're lucky because we are in that self-care realm. So it makes sense for people to be, you know, like they're not gonna be able to go out for facials or go to the supermarket to buy their usual products. So online shopping has definitely grown in this time. Um, and then we're also launching our self-isolation kit next week. So. That will have like our face kit, our face mask, a coffee scrub, and just like, cause our whole brand is about making you feel good while looking after the planet. So I think it's a key time as brands to leverage on that like self-care component. And you know, maybe you aren't gonna see the sales that you used to, but be creative and be clever in how you can really show, you know, who you are as a brand and connect with your customers in that way. Like use this time as connection and maybe just not focus on those money goals right now, like focus on who you are and engaging because when this is all over and everyone goes back to work, they're going to have that heart feeling and be like, fuck, Savia hopped on every single day and talked about the real shit and asked us how we were feeling and did polls and showed us how to make masks at home with the products that we have instead of selling our stuff. I can't wait to actually buy it now that I've got the money. Mm -hmm. So definitely being creative and just using, yeah, everyone's having a, like a bit of a rough time people working from home just trying to keep like next week we are having a few yoga teachers jump on our channel and like run people through some exercises just 
it's a time for community connection I think like yeah yeah totally agree it, it's such an interesting time like I'm I, I just I sit there I remember like we were, I was at Shen's last week and we were just thinking it's kind of like I don't know if it's the right thing to say but it's kind of like the start of a horror movie <laughs> like it's just this stuff is like for movie just it blows my mind like we I don't think well I hope thing we'll never see this again in our lifetime but sometimes you just got to take a step back and really mm. look at what's going on in the bigger picture and just kind of be like well like don't buy into it too much don't let it stress you out too much just really taking that observer seat and just whether you are a business owner whether you have a job and just kind of find comfort in knowing that you're not going through it alone yeah. but um yeah i've i've definitely noticed there's a lot more people obviously on social media right now but the people who are doing social media well the people that are just adding value and really caring for for their tribe when people yeah. need it most I think as well, like as business owners, it's a really good time to reflect on how you do things because I, I love what you just said, Kay, about, you know, what you guys are doing online. Like you're using this as an opportunity to build your brand and build awareness and like add value and care for your audience. And it's like, and we've been doing the same thing, but for me personally, I'm like, why wasn't I always doing this? Like, why did it take a crisis for me to level up in my caring for my audience so it's been really good as a reflective thing for me personally and like just other things like I don't know about you but I like I'll wash my hair and I'll straighten it and then I'll be like you know I can't go for a swim in the ocean because I just washed my hair and now it's like I don't have to see anyone so I haven't washed my hair in like two weeks and I'm like I freaking love not washing my hair I freaking love not wearing shoes why wasn't I doing that all the time <laughs> so it's been great <laughs> our warehouse yesterday and there's like the guy that owns the warehouse um, still has an office there and then one of the boys also has a podcast room um, and I went in and they were like what are you been doing Katie I was like oh yeah I forget that you like usually see me kind of with like Done up. Clothes, like normal clothes on not just fresh out of the beach and I was like oh I think we should actually <laughs> yeah it's weird I just like I mean I work from home anyway but all of a sudden now that I don't have to dress up <laughs> it's I'm like this is how I'm gonna live as a business owner after this crisis is done. <laughs> oh, it's so interesting. I have a question actually. So for a lot of women who listen to this podcast, obviously they're either wanting to start a business or they're in that stage where they're launching. Um, what does a pre-launch look like? Like what did you guys do to get your brand out there before you guys physically had a product in people's hand? Yeah. So I um, reached out to a bunch of girls who weren't I wouldn't say influencers but I just looked at them and thought that they had a genuine connection they were probably all under 5,000 followers um and I said like hey babe you look like you care about the environment that was the biggest key for me is that they're obviously going to be in line with who we are um and I sent them all a kit and I said like I'd love your feedback on this um and then just organically a lot of those girls were like I'm actually loving this and I was like okay cool well we're launching on 16th of September I'd like love you to share it if you genuinely love the product um so probably a month before I you know delved into our social media like doing heaps of polls and answers so that you get that engagement up in the algorithms like oh this is a new account that people are engaging with so let's push them higher um and then we did like a lot of launch strategies around like follow us um, for your chance to be the first person to win the day before we launch. So 
that was a great way to get our following up, to get people watching our brand. Um, we did like a sign up to get 10% off and be in the VIP list. So that way we had like a database to talk to. Um, I paid yeah, one influencer on the night of the launch um, to launch us. But in the pre-launch, it was mainly just getting people trying and talking about the product. I think that's the most important thing. If you have a good product and you, you know, you're willing to just gift it, not everyone's going to talk about it and not everyone might lo- not love it. But that was the best thing for us because we have this little community of girls that are now still, I call them our Sabia squad because they fucking love us and they've been there from the start and I love them. Like I check in on them most days and like, Hey babe, like we're actually thinking about doing um, this new oil. Do you want to try it? And like, they're just my go-to girls and they're so proud of like the brand. And I just think building that community, like you can't go into a business and be like, I want to earn this amount of money and that's it. Like you need to be passionate about what you're doing and you need to, build a tribe like what's the point of talking to an audience that you don't connect with and that you don't want to talk to every day you're not going to hop on stories and engage if you don't care so that was a big thing like making sure that we had that little community and it's just growing super organically because I think it was very genuine from the beginning I can feel your passion through the screen it makes me excited and passionate about just about business and about I love I love hearing these stories too because you can I honestly believe the businesses that last and this isn't just in business it's what science and research has found what makes anyone successful is grit and grit is passion mixed with perseverance so if you're not passionate about what you what you do you're not going to have the perseverance to keep at it because there will be hundreds more challenges me lots of other stuff that goes missing um there'll be plenty more late nights with red wine um so i'd love to end with a question for any girls who are tuning in and they're maybe where you were, they're on a job, they're unfulfilled, or they had this tug in their gut knowing this isn't it, they want to do something else, what advice would you give to those girls who are maybe where you were two years ago or three years ago? Mm. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a big question. <laughs> I think the thing that worked for me the most, I'm someone that feels like manifesting is really important to me. I don't do it all the time, but when I need to make a big decision or I want something big to come to me I always sit down with a blank piece of paper and I write down why I want it like what why do I want this business or whatever it is I wrote write down how I'm gonna feel when I have it I write down what I am prepared to do for it and then I usually will write down on the right hand side a list of emotions or things Like for this, it was sustainability. It was flexibility for me as a person. That's kind of like your emotional column. And then you like dig deeper and deeper and deeper into that. And as you go through, I think you can really begin to nut out. Okay, yeah, I'm fully invested in this. I know what it's gonna feel like to have it. So now I want it. I know I have that feeling. I know I can have it. Now all I have to do is commit to doing it. And then it makes it feel like you already have it and all you've got to do is just a few steps and then it's going to come. And you keep doing those steps and you keep doing those vision boards. Otherwise, you get to a point and you're like, oh, well, I've got it. Like, I didn't know what else was after this. Like, you've got to keep thinking, like, what else do I want from this or what else mm-hmm. can I bring? Like, what's my purpose? 
talking our language right now. <laughs> Good advice. Great <laughs> advice. Well, we- yeah, yeah, that's so important. You have to be in it with your body and your mind and your soul. You can't just rock up and be like, oh, I want to be a business owner because it's yeah. not like that. Yeah, all about inspired action. It's all great to like visualize and manifest and feel the feels, but you got to take inspired action every day and keep showing up. Even when it feels like it's not happening, you just keep showing up and keep showing up until it shows up. <laughs> and in that piece, we have like six pieces of A4, uh, A3 paper and they're in my office because it's from two years ago when we came up with the first idea. It's from before we launched. It's from Christmas time and we've got just our new one. And I look at them and I'm like, fuck, this is so cool to look at that idea that we had and now this is what my revenue goal is like how could that happen like and it's so cool to keep it keep it if you do one like that's my best advice always reflect because when you're having those shit days and you look back and you're like oh you know like we're not whatever it is that's making you feel like a shit day you think back to six months ago or a year ago when all you wanted was to be exactly where you are today and then it just gives you that little like yeah like I'm already a year in into it so let's just forget about that shit day have a glass of red wine or get on with it like oh man love it we love yeah. you we'll um make sure we flick all your links in the podcast at when it goes live and so people can go check you out and check out your beautiful products I personally want to try one of your face kits now because I feel like I need some extra self-love isolation kit sounds good <laughs> Yeah, I'm so excited. I was so excited to meeting you both today. But anyway, this is almost the same. So still good, still good. Next time we catch up, we'll have margaritas with you in person. <laughs> I'm getting pretty good at making margaritas. I'll hold you to it. I need to taste it. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show, babe. Happy Friday. <laughs> Wow, what an amazing episode. I hope you're feeling inspired after that conversation and empowered to make some changes and choices in your life. Now, don't forget to let us know if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review. It really helps us know that we're on track with serving you guys and also majorly supports our channel. And you may even be in the running to be the shout out of the week. Every week on Instagram, we share one of our reviews with our network. So please be sure to leave your Instagram handle or your website in your review so we can share you with our amazing community. Community. If you head over to the link in our bio on Instagram at Babes Talking Business, you can get access to so many of our goodies, including the link to our bib shop. It's a crazy cute online merchandise shop that donates 100% of profits to a non-for-profit charity every month. So head over and check out who we're donating to this month and get yourself something super cute to wear. You can also find in our Instagram bio our books. You can get your hands on Life Above Zero by Lauren Kerr or The Four-Year Career with Shani Thompson. Both super easy reads and incredible books to help you expand and evolve in even deeper ways. Now, don't forget to head over to the show notes. You can check out any of the links or the books or the references we mentioned in this episode. And before we go, we just want to say thanks so much for being here, for committing to being the best version of you and for showing up 
for you today. You are freaking amazing. Now, if you think that there is someone in your life that could really benefit from this episode, while you're feeling super inspired, please hit the share button and send them this episode right now. And the reason we're asking you to share the love is because you get what you give. And the more that you give and inspire, the more you get in return. Head over to www.babestalkingbusiness.com to check out all of our other podcasts. And we just want to say we are sending you so much love and we hope to see you soon.